these action figures on my shelf, man, they drive the ladies crazy. Look, I'm watching comic book movies, so they wanna have my What up, y'all? It's your boy, Hero Bishop, back in this thing with another Nerdcore podcast. And I'm getting back on the uh, Alien 3 bandwagon. Well, actually, the Alien franchise bandwagon. I'm going to talk a little bit about Alien 3. Now, uh, Alien 3 is a movie that a lot of people hate on. But but you know what? I don't even think it's the worst Alien movie. Matter of fact, I think it's really good. There ain't an alien movie that's come out that's disappointed me, if I'm being honest. Well, actually, I haven't seen uh, Alien Resurrection, and a lot of people hate on that. But I bet it's good. It's got my boo-boo Winona Ryder in there, who I love. So uh, it might be good. But anyway, Alien 3, man, a lot of people hate on it, but I think it's a pretty good movie. And also, a lot of people say it depends on which version you watch. I got the Blu-ray, and there's two versions of it. There's like a special version, and then there's the original 90s version. Um, But a a couple little things about this movie, man. It was directed by David Fincher, and uh, the dude, it had a lot of other directors that it went through because it kept... The script kept getting changed. It kept getting dropped. This movie had like some of the hugest pre-production drama in movie history. But uh, it was actually David Fincher's first movie because before that he'd just done like music videos and commercials and shit. Most notably he did videos for Madonna. And uh, this movie went through so many problems and script changes and pre-production that he basically was left with a pile of shit to fix by the time he got there to finish direct, directing this movie. The original two directors left, and he basically came in to play catch-up. They had so many uh, reshoots that the budget was of, I think it was like $45 million. It got close to $65 because there were so many changes and rewrites and shit, and that's what made Fincher really pissed. And he basically has like disowns this film and like is ashamed of it which he shouldn't be man because it's not that bad and uh he like basically considers it a black mark on his career and uh of course my boo-boo sigourney weaver came back for this sig weave and she got a fucking huge payday for this man 5.5 million to come back for this movie and uh I don't know, I'm not sure if she wanted to come back or they just really wanted her to come back because they actually put it into production, I think, without her even on board. But one of her things was she didn't want any guns in the movie. And uh, apparently tensions were hella high on set between her and the cast and she actually later apologized for the way she acted. I don't know too much about that, but you can probably Google it and get all kind of more juicy-ass information about it. I'm just trying to give you a little little background real quick on it um it was originally supposed to be on earth and uh that's why like they had a uh trailer that they made for it and it's on earth everybody can hear you scream and then the shit wasn't even on earth so then it got rewrote again they changed it where it was supposed to be a monastery and then like in space on like a wooden planet or some shit it got rewrote some more it finally became a prison setting 
and like half of the monastery was still shit was already built like they had a bunch of the set already built so they had to use that and like combine the monk theme with the prison theme by having like these religious prisoners so like this whole movie's got this religious overtone and of course this birth sex rape overtone that i think all the fucking alien movies have alien movies are fucking sexual man and that can that ain't always a good thing um and another version of the script, Ripley and the alien were actually going to fuck instead of her getting impregnated. But, yeah. How does she get impregnated? In her motherfucking cryo-sleep, baby. That's how. But, uh, spoiler alert, she's carrying an alien baby in her. But, yeah, man. A lot of little crazy shit. A lot of weird shit and a lot of trouble to get this movie started. Um, when it first opens up, basically, uh, her uh, ship catches on fire. The because this carries on from the last movie, Aliens. The ship that her Hicks and Newt are in cryo sleep in. This motherfucker catches on fire, and like, cause there's an alien in that bitch, and it crashes. On this damn planet where this prison fucking Fiorina 66 or whatever the shit's called. And of course she's the only survivor. So one of these prisoner dudes, which is here on this planet, it used to be like a mining place. And Waylon Yutani didn't want to spend money pulling all the shit out. So what they did was turn it into like a prison planet and make these prisoners keep, keep the place up and shit. And I think one of the main themes of this movie is it is dark. I mean, all the alien movies are dark, but this motherfucker's dark as hell. This motherfucker's like nihilistically dark. And uh, one of these prisoners is walking outside and he sees this body up on the beach. And uh, what is the body? Ooh, shit. It's my girl Sig Weave, scantily clad in a little tank top and some panties. And as always, looking Fine as hell. Why, why, you know, they never hesitate to pop Sig Weave up in a damn movie, in an alien movie looking sexy. And, of course, they did. They did again. And so, like, these dudes are tripping. They pull her up in the, uh, in the uh, prison thing, in the fucking medical room. There's, like, one dude who's a medic. And then the rest of the prisoners are just fucking, like, rapists and killers and murderers. But, like I said, they all took this religious vow and shit. And there's, like, all these maggots and bugs and shit. So he's, like, finally wakes up. He thinks she's dead. And she wakes up and she's like, what the fuck's going on? And he's like, you might want to cut your hair because of this lice. And she's like, what? And then instantly she's like, oh, fuck, man, I got to get back to the ship and see what happened. Because, you know, her ass is used to these aliens. And, like, she's automatically going to be tripping and thinking, a fucking alien crashed the ship, is Hicks and Newt alive, blah, 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 blah. But she's naked, bro, because they had to fucking take her clothes off and wash her off. And what does she do? He's like, oh, you can't go anywhere. She fucking stands up naked. Oh, sexy-ass Sig Weave. And she's like, motherfucker, you going to give me some clothes, bitch? And then, of course, he's like, yeah, you know, we, uh, with the population here, uh, you probably should, uh, have some clothes on when you go outside. 
she uh she's looking pretty battle damaged too, man. Her face is scraped up and shit. But her one fucking eye, dude, it looks like some tails from the crypt shit. It's all fucking red around it and shit. And I'm like, damn, it looks real fucked up. But anyway, uh if you're if you watch the uh special edition version, man, that motherfucker's like two and a half hours long, so I'm not even going to go through that whole thing, but there is some differences that kind of make the story a little bit more complete. And instead of a fucking dog, uh, instead of an ox or whatever, the fucking alien comes out of a dog and shit. There's just like some differences between it and obviously it's longer. But anyway, she gets up, dude gets her some clothes. She's like the fucking doctor guy. He's the only doctor on this planet. And she's like, we got to go look at the ship. She goes in there, she sees that <clears throat> a piece of the ship that fell apart came through and fucking impaled Hicks and killed his ass. And uh, Newt drowned inside of her cryo chamber, but she sees some like alien acid shit on the side of one of the cryo sleep chambers. So she's like, oh shit, she knows what's up. But she don't want to tell none of these cats in here what the fuck she's tripping about. So she's like, we got to do an autopsy. And he's like, why? And the dude's hesitating, but she's like insisting. So he's like, fuck it. And they go in there and like, she's like feeling around on Newt's chest and shit. And it's fucking weird looking dude. (laughs) But, uh, like, the fucking dude comes up, and, and uh, he's doing an autopsy, and since they're on this prison planet, they ain't got much shit. He's doing, like, a primitive-as-fuck autopsy, and he takes a saw to saw open her chest, and then just kind of takes his hands and jerks her fucking chest apart. And he's like, lungs. And uh, it's pretty gross, but Sigwee's looking fucked up and sad, because obviously she thought of Newt as, like, a child or some shit in the last movie. And it's kind of fucking her up seeing this. But she still ain't solved the riddle of where the fuck this alien is. And then the guy who runs the prison, like the superintendent or whatever, and his little wormy ass, like second in command dude come in. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, why are you letting her parade around in front of the prisoners? Because you know these motherfuckers ain't seen a woman in a grip. There's like 25 of these dudes on this prison planet in space. And you know Sig Weave is looking spicy to him. So then she's satisfied, I guess, but not really. Because she wants to cremate the bodies. And uh, the superintendent or whatever the fuck he is comes in and looks at the uh, doctor. The doctor's name is Clemens, by the way. And uh, her and Clemens somehow get friendly later on which i don't know how the fuck that happened that fast but uh the superintendent's like okay we'll cremate the bodies uh but you need to stay in this fucking infirmary or doctor's office or whatever the fuck it's called with clemens because i don't need your ass parading around this prison we got rapists child molesters killers and they ain't seen a woman in a long time and she's like oh yeah and then depending on what version you're watching, uh, in this one, the, these these fools bring in an ox. Now, in another version, it's a dog, like I said. But uh, they bring in this damn ox. And, uh, you know, some shit's about to go down, maybe. You never know. 
You never can tell. But uh, these dudes are bringing in this ox and they're joking around and shit. And uh, homie gets the ox off of the damn uh, cart. And they're like, how to kill over. Everybody in this fucking movie's English except for how to kill over. I don't know if I know. And uh, they find a fucking face hugger under it. And he's like, hey man, what's this? And the other dude's like, I don't fucking know. But then they go and they're going to cremate. Newt and Hicks's body because this fucking place had this like molten lead type fucking manufacturing plant thing in it still and uh so we bet we bet to see a little bit of cremation action and uh once again there's a lot of fucking orange in this movie this movie's dark as hell with a lot of orange in it so, naturally, they don't find anything in Newton Hicks' body, so she requests to cremate them. Um, they got this little molten, uh, like, lead-working plant within the uh, prison, so they wrap the bodies up. The superintendent says a little prayer. They throw the bodies in the uh, lead, and uh, Ripley's crying. Her nose starts bleeding, and the whole time that they're doing this it's cutting back and forth to the ox that's in the uh kitchen and you see the body like bulging and shaking and then you see the xenomorph bust out and like when he busts out you see all this blood spray and there's like this chunky green shit i don't know what it is but it's pretty gross looking so i like that a lot and i don't know if i've said this already and we're not even to this part of the movie yet. But for all the people who hate on this film, dude, think about this. That shot that they used for the promo posters, they used it in all the trailers. That shot of Ripley's face next to the alien, and the alien coming up right by her face with his tongue sticking out. That has got to be the most iconic picture associated with aliens ever. You know what I'm saying? Hate on this movie all you want. But that's the most iconic alien image and pretty much the alien image that everybody knows. And, not to mention, Ripley's looking fine as hell after the little ceremony and she goes and shaves her head. And man, one cat, uh, I saw one cat say she looked like a man. Dude, I think she looks even hotter than she does in any of the movies with her head shaved. So, go on, Sig Weave. Do your thing. Another little thing I want to note is there's this dude, man, I can't remember his name, but he's not the superintendent or the superintendent's assistant, but he's kind of like the most badass dude at the prison. It's this black dude with glasses. Uh, If you've seen the movie, you know who I'm talking about, but he's very commanding. He has a real commanding presence and everybody in the prison listens to him. And after the superintendent says, like, some kind of prayer during the cremation, which there's heavy religious vibes all through this movie, he comes in and says, like, an extra better one, and he kind of one-ups him. And uh, after Ripley, like, shaves her head and takes a shower, she walks into the uh, cafeteria where everybody's eating, and uh, she comes up and tries to uh, talk to this dude. And, like, thank him for his words. And he's basically, like, goes super savage on her and says, you don't even want to know me, woman. I'm a rapist and a killer. 
And she's like, oh, I must make you nervous then. And just sets down and eats with his ass anyway. So if you want to get uh, Savage on sick weave, she can get Savage right back, boys. And then we cut to, uh, she's in the in, infirmary with uh, the doctor, which we later find out this doctor, uh, you know, he's in there for some bullshit too. And they're getting close, man. They're getting real close. But uh, we got our first kill coming up after that. This homeboy's in the uh in this damn like air duct vent thing cleaning out a uh, carbonite. I read the book too, so that's what they call it in that. I can't remember if they call it uh carbonite in the movie. And his ass gets killed. Also, right before we find out we go to that dude that's cleaning out the vent or whatever, that's when Ripley goes in for the kill. Asking this dude, Are you attracted to me? We've been out here a long time, asking the uh, doctor guy that. But uh, uh, real quick, man, you know, homeboy, uh, I just mentioned he does get killed by the alien. It's the first kill. And uh, he's in there singing, man, while he's cleaning these this air vent thing out. And I don't know what the fuck he's singing, but he's like, I wish I knew what fucking song it was because he's going hard as fuck, dude. A lot of people complain about the uh, way the alien looks in this because they brought back the bulbous kind of domed head instead of the uh, camera-looking head, and they didn't put the pipes coming out of his back. But if I'm being honest, I think this alien looks better, man. I like the uh, Ridley Scott-style, you know, domed head, and I like it it without the pipes too, man. I, I just think this alien looks more menacing. But uh, when this alien knocks this dude over, he f- he flies into this damn vent, dude. He he gets chopped up, blood sprays everywhere. It's hella gruesome. And then it cuts to Sig Weave laying in the bed with this damn Clemens uh, guy. And she done let him get some booty. Come on now, man. He got that fast because she, she been traveling in space and cryosleep. She must have wanted some D real bad. And so, and the whole time her and Clemens are trying to figure out what each what each other's story is. She wants to know why he's in a prison planet if he's a doctor. He wants to know why the fuck she wanted to autopsy the bodies and cremate them and what the fuck's going on. Because she knows the truth. There's an alien in this motherfucker. And nobody else knows. But uh, he gets called, Clemens gets called down to uh, check out. A dude's dead body that got killed in the fan by the alien. And uh, Sig Weave walks her happy ass outside trying to find Bishop's remains in the wreckage so she can try to plug his ass back in and see what's up with him. And she walks out there and picks his body up. And man, and Bishop's in bad shape. He, uh, there's only like half of him over there, half of him laying there. And he's got like the milky gooey shit coming out of his head and he's really fucked up looking so she picks him up throws him over her shoulder and starts walking back but there's a bunch of prisoners around her a little group of them about four or five and these motherfuckers decide they're going to try to gang rape her or something which is gross man real gross you nasty motherfuckers and i don't know why this i guess they wasn't feeling too religious that day uh 
But this one dude puts goggles on, sticks his hands up in the air and screams right before he's about to get it. But you uh, you screaming like a bitch, you getting treated like a bitch. Because a black dude that said the prayer after the superintendent came and beats these motherfuckers down with a pipe. And then tells Ripley, get the fuck out of here. And so she gets the fuck out of there. And uh, it doesn't say, I don't think it says in the movie... Or I don't remember. I wasn't paying attention. But I've uh, read the novelization of this. And they go into great detail. But basically there's these fucking tunnels. And uh, they have to go like search through them for supplies and different shit. And there's like these two dudes. And then this crazy dude named Gullet. And uh, Alien Straight wastes them motherfuckers in the tunnel. And uh, the fucking... uh, one of the dudes pulls up on the alien and you just see this puddle of uh water all on the floor and I'm like, man, this is the juiciest alien. But anyway, Gallic survives, gets the fuck out of the tunnel, and then since everybody he has a previous history of being a crazy man, everybody's like, Oh fuck, they think he killed him or he's bullshitting them and he's like, It was a dragon, a dragon killed him and then that motherfucker goes into crazy zone. So Ripley's back over here, ghetto rigging up uh, Bishop's head, man, or his body. And he is fucked up looking, dude. Like, it's gross. It looks like his head's, like, coated in, like, half-scrambled egg type of shit. And she, like, pokes some, like, jumper cable-looking shit inside his head. And then it's really sad because he's like, my legs hurt. And he's, like, being kind of sentimental. It's... It's fucked up. In the book, they go deeper into it, and it's, like, more emotional. But Ripley's dead ass, like, let me know what happened. Is there an alien here? Did it follow us? Does the company know? He's like, the company knows everything. And then she's like, oh, shit. Right about that time, she shuts Bishop down because he don't want to fucking... He's like, man, don't keep my ass going if I'm all fucked up in a piece of shit, because they'll never be able to rebuild me right. Of course, he didn't fucking say that, but that's my own flair. And uh, at that at that time, she's in the infirmary, the uh, medical room or whatever, because she's standing there with Clemens, because he's tagging that. But uh, they bring Golic in, and he's screaming, he's covered in blood, and everybody thinks that he killed them, but he's talking about the dragon or the alien. And the superintendent's in there, and he doesn't believe him. And Ripley pops up, and she's like, no, he's telling the truth. And so she goes to his office and talks to him and tells him, like, basically the whole history of everything that's happened and how there's a fucking alien up in there, and he's going to waste everybody because that's his M.O. And this dude, superintendent guy, is basically like, uh, thinks she's full of shit. And she's like, what kind of weapons do you guys have here? And he's like, well, this is a prison planet, and we don't have any weapons. Blah. And then she's like, we're fucked. And that's when she just stops and looks at Clemens when she goes back to this room. is like, how the fuck do we get off this planet? Because she knows they're fucked, and she knows everybody's going to die. And slowly, you know this alien's going to make his way through all these motherfuckers. So, uh... I don't know if this is supposed to be the movie showing that they fell in love or something because they did fuck. But uh, Gallic's over there strapped down to a uh, bed because everybody thinks he's crazy and thinks he killed those other people that got wasted by the alien in the tunnels. 
and he's like saying all kind of weird shit and then one of the things uh he says to ripley ask her if she's married and tells her she's gonna die too and then clemens is like are you married and she's like no and he's uh she she kept asking him why he got stationed in the in the prison as a medical doctor and he finally admits that uh when he got out of medical school, he was on morphine and he was drunk and he did like a 36-hour stint in the ER and then came in the ne- next day still drunk. And as a result of that, he fucked up and gave people the wrong amount of medicine and some people died. And so, you know, that's like a very open, honest, what's, what you would think was an emotional movie if this was a regular movie. But this is not a regular movie. It's a fucking alien movie. And then... Blad ow. The alien pops up behind her. Pops his little mouth within a mouth out. And it fucking jams right into dude's head. Like, pokes a hole in his fucking head and kills him. Of course, Ripley's freaking the fuck out. And then here comes that iconic fucking moment. The alien moment of all history. The most iconic moment, I think. Um, when the alien comes up right next to her. Look like not even drool coming off his face. Look like he's fucking, it's raining and it's just water dripping off his gooey, greasy ass. And uh, he pops that fucking mouth within a mouth out right by her face and she's crying. And she really sells this well. You got to shout out to Sig Weave for looking like she's fucking terrified and bawling her ass off. And then he doesn't kill her. And he leaves. Why? Oh, yeah. We're going to find out later. Spoiler alert, motherfucker. She got an alien baby growing inside of her. Um, So superintendent uh, got everybody up in the mess hall trying to play it off like there's no fucking alien and nothing's going wrong. Uh, He's trying to tell them they think Gullick fucking killed uh, those other prisoners. But strong, tough black dudes like, nah, he ain't never lied to me. He might be crazy, but he didn't do that shit. Um, Yeah. We're going to find out a few more things, motherfuckers. So, man, this motherfucker is... Podcast's about to be long as hell. If I go through every fucking articulate detail of this movie like this. Um, you know, when I am talk about movies, I wouldn't really call them reviews. I just more talk about them. And I really like to talk more about the shit. Just bust out the shit I did like. Bust out the shit I didn't like. And talk about maybe some of the behind the scenes shit so what I'm gonna do is wrap this up I'm gonna make a long story short Sigweave finds out she's pregnant with an alien queen they're trying to get all the the alien out of here because there's a Wayland yutani uh, ship coming that's supposed to get rescue them but it's not really gonna rescue them it wants to get her cause you know them fuckers been wanting the alien since the first movie basically they try to kill the fucking alien everybody ends up getting killed they have the alien trapped at one point but that fucker Gullick the crazy one uh, bashes some people in the head and then the alien he lets the alien out and the alien fucking kills everybody well they end up killing the alien by dipping it in the lead works and then pouring water on it shatters it and kills it and then Waylon yutani gets there this fucker pops up that looks like bishop but it's not bishop the guy says he's the creator of bishop that they modeled bishop after and she's like nah motherfucker you lying 
But he wasn't. Well, I don't know if he was or not because I don't know the fucking guy. But she was like, they were like, oh, we want to save you. We got all this high-tech medical shit on the uh, spaceship. Let us just get the baby out of you. Or the alien or the larvae or the fetus. They couldn't decide what the fuck to call it. And she's like, nah, she didn't believe him, man. She didn't believe him. So what's she do? She jumps in the motherfucking molten lead works herself. Fucking sacrifices herself to kill the queen. What a fucking movie. People hate on it. If you watch the, uh, read the book, you get a little bit more in-depth to it. Or if you watch the over two-hour, what do they call it, the assembly cut. Like I got on on the a on the Alien special Blu-ray, it makes a lot more sense. But all in all, I fucking like the movie, man. I don't know what everybody's hating on it for. It's iconic as fuck. It's a good movie. And you know what else is good? Leaving me a five star rating and review on iTunes, motherfuckers. Peace.